0: to thrive by, I want to make sure that everybody out there knows if you want more information about us, just simply go to the website www.theDrPatshow.com, T H E D R, Patshow.com, or even more simply put, DrPatLive.com, dr. What a show we have planned for you today. Today, I'm so thrilled and honored that we're going to be having a conversation with someone that I grew up with, Kathy Lee Gifford. She's joining us here today because she has just put out a book called Just When I Thought I Dropped My Last Egg, Life and Other Calamities. Hmm. Don't you think? I would only hope to know what's in that book. Well, there's a lot in that book. There are things that we learn along the way. There's this journey that we, we say yes to. And so the question is, how do we say yes to the journey and live this life with extraordinary dignity and live this life so that we become role models for other people? That's what Kathy Lee Gifford has done. And as I grew up in New York City and, and Jersey, of course, I got to be up close and personal with Kathy Lee on a regular basis. And now clear across the country, I get to have this conversation with her on what all of this means and much more. And so I'm so jazzed. I'm so thrilled. I'm so, as she says in her book, Looney Tunes, about today and today's conversation. And so we're going to be chatting. We're going to go right through until the half hour so that everybody out there can have a sense of what this journey is like and how do you keep that smile? How do you take that picture? How do you say cheese? How do you do it and understand that you still have to live life? One of the most, um, I would say, heartfelt chapters in the book for me was this book about an attitude of gratitude. And I'm, I'm going to let you have her talk to you about that herself. And then you get to go through and explore this journey, this journey that brings you right to today's time. And write to what it means to move through this world and start as this young person that can't even imagine what it's like to be 60 uh, or 50. And then all of a sudden find yourself as 50. What is that like? What are the differences that you experience now? Well, fortunately for many of us, we live in a society where (laughs) I don't know who invented this, but it was really so cool. You know, 50, you know, 50, 50 is today's 30. And so that must mean 60 is today's 40. Whatever that means, the question is, what do you have inside you? What is it that tickles your fancy every day? You know, what is it that you're waiting for that somebody else you think might help you with? The question is, what do you got to do inside? How do you pick yourself up and say, come on, baby, let's rock and roll? And that's the conversation. That's the book I just finished reading. I'm ready to do the marathon after reading this book. I want to welcome Kathy Lee Gifford to the show. Kathy Lee, welcome to the show. Hi, Dr. Pat. How are you? I am so happy to st- be talking with you. Oh, same back after. Thank you. I don't know if you heard, but I grew up in New York and New Jersey, and I was one of these people that was probably standing out in the freezing cold one day, trying to wave at you and say, there's Kathy Lee. You probably don't remember me, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. You know what? The
1: one thing I still have is my memory. and uh yeah, I, I can picture you right now, Dr. Pat, but You didn't have your diploma
0: yet. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't. As a matter of fact, I didn't think I was going gra- to graduate high school. But, you know, here is this book that you've written and I've been talking about it. Uh, Kathy Lee Gifford, just when I thought I dropped my last egg, life and other calamities. I opened this book and from the very, very first word that I pretty much read was your dedication to your mom. And I wanted to ask you about that because you know I I really sense such a strong, deep love between you. And I wanted to ask you, how has that relationship inspired you today?
1: Well, my mom, Joni, is the single funniest human being on the planet, <laughs> and she's that funny because she doesn't know it. She's just gone through life, you know, and she says things. She's right, try- drops, drops these malaprops. She's just. She she has been a, she taught me how to laugh, and I think if there's nothing else a mother can do but teach your children how to laugh at life's absurdities, that's a great, great, great gift. The truth is, I always had a much closer personal relationship with my father, mm-hmm. so it complicated my relationship with my mom. But when my daddy passed away six years ago, my mom and I uh, uh, just became closer and closer and closer. Um, she, my daddy was just my hero, and she knew it. And he, my daddy was perfect in my mind. And my mom and I, we always were like oil and water. It didn't mean I didn't adore her. I adore her, but I just, I just, I, you know, felt I don't know somehow more, more, um, I don't know what the word is. More my daddy's girl than my mom's girl. Does that make
0: sense? I totally get it. I am so there with you. I still have grease under my fingernails from working in the garage with my dad, okay? With the
1: dad. I mean, you know what a blessing that is? You no. know, that is extraordinary to have those memories. And my mom and dad, I mean, I watched my mom throw chickens at my father. We're, not, we're talking entire chickens, not a little chicken breast, not a little egg. The entire chicken. She would throw iced tea on my brother at dinner if my brother got fresh. And so it was like a flying um, smorgasbord. And
0: my house, it was. Oh, my God. Never you, a dull
1: moment.
0: You and I have to talk offline because that's exactly what dinner was like. I mean, you know, you knew you were in trouble when the fork just missed your ear. No, it's a flying feast, <laughs> right? It is yeah. a flying feast. You yeah. know, I was talking before you came on about the book and how much you really do share. But you share it in such a beautiful, beautiful way. I mean, I'm reading one of the chapters. I'm laughing and I'm smiling at the same time. You have been through a lot you have seen a lot and you're still smiling how the heck you do that
1: oh because life is precious and i'm still here and paul newman you remember the story about paul newman book, where he taught me if you have a pulse you have a purpose and until my hiney gets hoisted on the gurney and i and i ride into the sunset i have a purpose still and my purpose is every morning to get up and first of all thank god that i have another day of life first of all thank god that my children are safe healthy my husband is i have good friends i have i have an opportunity to impact people's lives and i think impacting them with with humor is every bit as impacting them with anything else in life i don't think everything has to be wrapped up in seriousness and and dogma and theology i think a smile and remembering somebody's name can change their life and so i just approach it that way and i have all my life i've always said god Give me the same love for the executive for the for the guard at the gate that I'm going to automatically have for the guy who's paying my checkbook, you know, paying my my bills every year, um, you know. And then it's really about that. It's about finding uh, the, the the preciousness in every single person, and and not falling into that that sick thing we have in our culture, which is unless somebody's small, big and important and rich mm. and powerful, that they are somehow Valuable, more valuable than any other human being is. They aren't in God's sight, so why are they to us?
0: I think that's a good question. That's the question that I love, and I love the way you talk about it because, you know, we are really being called right now to dig deep within and honor who each and every one of us are. And that's what I love about what you've put in this book, and actually what your life stands for, at least to me, is you are someone that I look at, Kathy Lee, and I think, Man, she is, like, so much better than the Energizer Bunny. I can't wait to find out what Kathy Lee is doing next. Is that something that you learned along the way? I mean, you know, some people call it gumption.
1: Or chutzpah. Or, or chutzpah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. You know, my daddy was the son of a Russian Jew, a wonderful man who was a snake charmer, a, a carnival barker, and a and a. And uh, uh, Prohibition. during Prohibition, he made moonshine, you know. And that's my inheritance. That's my father's father. He also left my father's mother with five kids to fend for herself. There was good and bad in him. My mom came from a really alcoholic, dysfunctional family, and yet when they, the two of them got together, they decided that family was going to be everything. And they were celebrating their 54th year together when my daddy passed away of a terrible illness. Mm. And I saw my daddy work three jobs um, every, all my life, three jobs. And my mom sell eight eggs door-to-door. Now we sell them on eBay, you know. But she sold, like, chicken eggs, not her own, door-to-door back then. I saw them sacrifice and work hard and put families first, and they never allowed themselves to be the victim, you know. Life was hard for everybody back then, and there weren't government subsidies for people. You just had to make your way and I'm just so glad they glad that they gave me um a real visual on what that life is supposed to be about. Now I can only look back on my life and i don't i I know the, the tough times I went through and stuff, but I just I see that the the glass is way more full than it's empty. I mean, I've been able to live my dreams. I've been able to make my living doing what I love to do. I've been able to watch my children grow in health. and uh, we've been able to, I've been laughed myself sick. I can't tell you how many banks I've ruined in life because I've laughed myself <laughs> sick. And I think that's the key to everything. Is you find the, the, um, the, the humor in pain, and you find the pain in underlying in all true humor. And somewhere in the middle is bliss. You know, I mean, I've been the it girl and I've been the huge girl, if you know what I mean. Yes. And neither one of them are true. Somewhere in the middle is the truth. And you learn, you learn to, um, to just have a, a good perspective on life. And I was talking to a girlfriend of mine the other day and she was turning 70 and she was all upset about it. And I said, but Eva, I said, think about your friends who never made 70. They would trade places with you for an, in an instant. And she goes, that's true, but look at my boobs, look at my butt, look at that, 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 that. And I said, Excuse me. Do you want to die young like Marilyn Monroe and look good in your casket, or do you want to live a good, long, gnarly life and have unbelievable memories to prove it? You know, I, for me, I, I think oh, I want to live, as, as, and I want to die learning something. If God takes me home tomorrow, I'll have no regret. But I'd rather, I'd rather live as long as I can and keep living every single day to the fullest, not instead of and Wendy Weiner about everything and Patty, <laughs> Patty you know pity party who wants to be around people like that nobody,
0: nobody. I'm telling you no not at all not one bit uh-uh. and I love what you're saying because boy, th- we have some incredible opportunities right now to live life full out stay mm-hmm. tuned we'll be right back with the Dr. I Pat show believe, I
1: believe in the power of now I believe